0: Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every couple of weeks we'll be looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the wonderful and sensational songster, the song thrush. Do you have an anvil in your garden? There's a good chance that you do. Although in this case he has nothing to do with blacksmiths anvil is the name given to a song thrush's favorite stone which it you smashes snails against to get at the mollusks flesh. If you do have an anvil you know by the litter of broken shells round it. Little wonder then that the snail devouring song thrush is one of the gardener's best friends. Although earthworms actually form the bulk of the bird's diet, in colder weather when the ground is too hard to get at them slugs and snails will do just as well instead for this reason it is best to avoid slug pellets in your garden and let the song thrush take over as your very own natural pesticide the song thrush is well named striking up its tuneful courtship melody as early as january having fought hard to prepare its territory at the end of the previous year like its fellow thrush, the blackbird, it has a wide repertoire of short phrases, but you can tell the two birds apart because the song thrush tends to repeat each phrase. Not as brassy as a thrush, with which it is often confused, the song thrush is a more earthbound bird, frequently heard but not seen flipping leaves about under bushes and shrubbery as it searches for invertebrates to eat. Yet berries are on the menu too, and particularly when colder weather keeps its main diet at bay. Rowan, hawthorn, ivy, holly and cotton easter are all worth growing in your garden if you like to bring song thrushes in, along with supplying them with a food that is perfectly balanced for them, a food like Peter and Paul in full song. They don't tend to visit bird tables very often and cannot use a hanging feeder, so you should scatter the food on the ground to tempt this impressive songster. The trouble with being a frequent ground feeder, though, is that you're susceptible to cats. Song thrush numbers, particularly after the breeding season, are often struck quite heavily by domestic cats. They aren't even looking for food, but just testing out their hunting abilities. If you have an active cat, then you're unlikely to get song thrushes dropping in. It might be time to invest in that cat bell. A song thrush can easily be recognized by its brown upper parts and cream-colored, heavily spotted underparts. Some people confuse missile thrushes and song thrushes, but song thrushes are smaller, have V-shaped spotting, a warmer tone to their plumage, and a kind expression on their face. Males, females, and juveniles all look similar, except juveniles have pale streaks on their backs. The song thrush's cryptic markings enables them to remain hidden from casual glances as it squats on the nest. The song thrush is so named because it has the largest repertoire of all European thrushes, with varied songs and musical phrases, making up little tunes and repeating them over and over again, quite literally music to our ears. One of the song thrush's beautiful crafted phrases sounds a little like, did he do it, did he do it, he did, he did, he did. Song thrushes nest wherever there are bushes and trees, most commonly in woods, hedgerows, parks and gardens. They need somewhere that has moist soil, with a good supply of earthworms and other invertebrates that make up their food. The female bird constructs a strong, bowl-shaped nest, lined with mud and rotten wood. They produce two or three broods a year, with three to six smooth glossy blue eggs, which incubate for about 12 to 14 days. Both parents feed the young at this stage, and earthworms comprise the majority of their diet. The hungry little nestlings can eat over 3 metres of them each day. Song thrushes eat worms, snails, and insects when they're available, but in winter, berries and fruit are the main food source. Earthworms form an important part of the song thrush's diet and when they cannot dig worms out of the ground anymore, when it has frozen or in late summer where it's too hard, they resort to eating snails. They pick an unexpected snail, beat the snail's shell on a rock until it cracks and gobble it up as quickly as they can, in case a pesky blackbird steals the snail. You're lucky to see a song thrush as they are withdrawn birds and feed under cover close to it unlike missile thrushes that feed out in the open. Because thrushes eat a wide range of insects, worms and snails, it's best to minimise or eliminate insecticide use on your lawns and landscaping if you hope to attract these birds, particularly during the spring and summer when large quantities of insects are necessary to feed hungry hatchlings. In autumn and winter, thrushes also eat many types of berries and fruit including raspberries, grapes and elderberries, and providing native, berry-producing shrubs will be a welcome natural food source. Song thrushes have a specialist diet, and although song thrushes will eat foods like Peter and Paul Millworm Mix and Peter and Paul Clean Plate, to supply them with everything they'll need, you'll need a specialist mix, perfectly balanced for them. Peter and Paul in full song is a complete diet for song thrushes, but because of their shy nature you'll be better off placing food on the ground close to cover. Peter and Paul bird foods are the UK's first wild bird seed mix made with no compromise. There is no other commercial mix available with the uncompromising quality of Peter and Paul free from wheat and fillers, and guaranteed to attract the greatest abundance and diversity of birds to your garden. Peter and Paul seed mixes also have been blended with Intravio, a unique natural seed coating that is a digestible energy source, which inhibits bacterial growth. This can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, including Salmonella and coli. Many other seed mixes available contain filler seeds and other products that many of their favourite garden birds just won't eat. As much as 60-70% of a bag of bird seed can contain these filler seeds, and that will end up uneaten and wasted on the ground, where it's likely to rot, germinate or potentially attract garden pests, things like mice and rats. You'll not find any of these filler seeds in a bag of Peter and Paul. Peter and Paul in full song has been designed specifically and cater for, as the name suggests, songbirds that prefer insects and fruit such as robins, blackbirds and of course song thrushes. This mix is a delicious high energy seed mix containing dried mealworms for extra protein and suet pellets for extra fat calories a highly calorific bird food which offers immediate, readily digestible calories and it obviously tastes delicious. You might as well think that this blend is fruit and nut muesli for birds, and indeed it comes very very close. This blend is packed full of succulent fruit which is adored by song thrushes, blackbirds and other thrushes. Other ingredients include pinhead oatmeal, peanut granules and of course the plumpest sunflower hearts. This mix can be fed all year round from a bird table, or from the ground, and it's a real winter warmer for your resident robin, but also beloved by other soft-billed garden birds, such as thrushes, dunnocks and blackbirds. This mix has been designed with a dual purpose objective, it will attract song thrushes, robins and other songbirds to your garden, however it is also perfect to feed at any time of the year as an energy boost to hard working nesting and brooding birds. Finally, a source of water is vital for song thrushes, so a small pond or bird bath regularly topped up with fresh water is a really good idea. They also enjoy the odd suet pellet, so a scattering of Peter and Paul berry and bug suet pellets over your lawn could tempt them in. In most of the country, song thrushes remain in the same area, unless there is a severe winter and they may need to move to find food. However, some birds from Scotland and northern England are partially migratory. Spending the winter in Ireland or in mainland Europe. Also those birds that do stay in England will be joined by continental birds paler gray thrushes from Scandinavia pass through in the spring and autumn and some birds from Belgium and the Netherlands overwinter here in the south of England the song thrush used to be a very common bird in the UK in fact in the early 20th century it was more abundant than the blackbird however Since the 1940s, blackbirds have flourished, making a more familiar bird these days. Between 1970 and 2010, the UK song thrush population declined by 54%. It is thought that one of the causes could be increased mortality of young song thrushes, especially in the first few months after they fledge. This may be due to the reduced availability of snails and earthworms, particularly in gardens and farmland where pesticides are used. Other causes suggested for the overall decline include changes in farming practices, lane drainage, and woodland management. All the more reason to feed a bit of Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well that's it from me I've hope you enjoyed it for further birds please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon.